Welcome to Mind Over Matter, where we feature young Jamaicans who are shooting for the stars. I'm your host, Margaret Boyne. She's only 25 years old. She's a personal development speaker, trainer, mentor, and author. She's passionate about transformation, empowering persons through her own experiences. She's also an alumni of the Maculate Conception High School. My guest is Shakira Mills. Welcome to Mind Over Matter, Shakira. How are you? I'm very good. <laughs> I am great. I'm great. I'm blessed to be here. I'm very excited to be at Mind Over Matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pleasure, man. Looking forward to this. So yes, tell, yes, me a little, yes. tell me a little about yourself. Um, personal development, motivational speaking. Tell me a little about your background. So when people always ask me to tell me about them, myself, I normally say, well, I am literally just a girl like everybody else a young person like every other young person that's really trying to make it out that's really trying to find a way out especially when you grew up with no other option uh, and that's that's really me I'm a girl from rural St. Andrew and yes St. Andrew a rural part bush uh, with goat and bear things and really? stuff, and the road will flood out, and we'll call MP and the road will fix, and all of them things there. So, proper, proper rural St. Andrew. Uh, I grew up as an only child, um, and I grew up not having much, but learning how to make do with what I had. Um, and that really has shaped my character into who I am today. So, why this passion? You know, it actually really just started about me trying to motivate my own self it's when you buck up in certain obstacles and you're really your back is against the wall and you're trying to find you know which direction to go into sometimes you'll end up drowning um Mm -hmm. and I had to really learn how to pull myself out of being underwater and in learning how to motivate myself and really personally develop who I am it then allowed me to be able to share that with other persons. So the journey started first with me uh, and then I was then able to pour into other persons. Mm -hmm. So, so were you always somebody who, you know, you're one of them girl that you talk to that always giving advice. I mean, I actually grew up really shy. I was, I was that girl that stood on the back of the room. I don't want you to talk to me I never really talk much uh kind of weird because I do a lot of public speaking now Uh, but I never really talk much uh I was shy and I think I was shy because I thought persons were able to see through me when you're not confident about who you are and you can't stand firm in your own truth you don't want to be at the front of the room because you're wondering if persons can see the things that are happening to you or or they can see how it is that you think about yourself and that that was me uh I could say up until about fourth form uh, and and then things started to change. It wasn't overnight for sure, um, but that's where the journey really started. Okay, so when did that transformation start or and why? Uh, I tell people that I owe a lot of things to Kiwanis. Okay. I got involved in Key Club uh, kind of by buck ups I really just wanted to do something with my life after school because mm-hmm. I could finally know not just go home right after school because I grew up in a strict household uh be home after school there's mm-hmm. there's nothing that can be keeping you after school and it's a go your yard yeah. um 
and so I got a little bit of leeway and I said I wanted to start something and finish something and that is how I ended up in key club in key club I was going going to going to club not doing anything much sitting at the back of the room as I said before but I was there every single week until somebody came up and said we see you at club every single week, but we don't see you outside of club going to no projects. <laughs> um, and so I said, well, I don't know if I can go to any projects because I don't leave my yard. I mean, I got to school, I come on back, I don't leave my yard. <laughs> um, but I said, okay, I will try and see. And so I ended up going to a project and that really changed my life. Um, to know that, yes, I had things hard, but there were other persons that had things harder than me and I was still able to help them mm-hmm. and that's really where the journey started and then I started you know taking up leadership positions and before you know it I was not so comfortable with standing up in front of a crowd I used to stand <laughs> up with a book in front of my face and just read out what I had to say uh, but eventually <laughs> it transitioned Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ended up holding one of the highest roles in the island for Key Club. I was the governor for Key Club Jamaica District. And, and, <laughs> and that's really where it started. Shocking. I mean, very shocking mm-hmm. even for me. But that's really where the journey started. Okay. But um, you're 25 years old, Shakira. People will say, but, but what kind of experience you really have, you know, to, to be motivating people? Do you have any experience um, that you share with them, you know? So, yes. And I start by affirming what you said. Uh, a lot of times that's something that I hear. You know, you're too young. Like, you know, what, what do you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember wanting to write a book and I said it to my friend I just backtrack I just going forward a little bit and I said it to my friend and my friend said to me my, my good good friend you know you know my friend that knows everything about me yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I don't have a rope for it but I always oh, you know, <laughs> said no you think you're too young to write a book like you don't think you're too young yeah. uh, and I think that's what really pushed me uh, mm-hmm. so some of the things that I talk about is that no I won't I can't relate to everybody because I haven't gone, you know, far up in age to experience other things that life can throw at you. But I would say that my life had its fair share of of throwing things at me. And so I, I talk about, you know, growing up not having much, you know, growing up in poverty. I talk about growing up with not really having parental support. I talk about growing up and experiencing in abuse you know there are different things that can throw you underwater and you'll hear me refer to that a lot it's an analogy mm. that I use um you know can really throw you underwater and really allow you to feel like you're drowning mm-hmm. um and it's just some of those experiences that I had in life um and those are the major ones there are other there are other things that people experience in life daily and so I don't discredit anybody's experience because you may be 12 and you've experienced something and be able to overcome it and you're able to share that story with somebody and it will help another person mm-hmm. and you may be 50 and you've experienced something and you've overcome it and you're still able to share the story um and be able to inspire someone and so i tell people it don't matter your age it really matters that you come forward and share your story because there's mm-hmm. somebody that needs to hear what it is that you have to say mm-hmm. And and not only that, um, Shakira, but looking at you, persons would think that boy, you want uptown girl, 
you're brown, you know, no problem in the world, you know, <laughs> you don't know that nothing. <laughs> and you're saying that this is so far from the truth. Right. You know, you're the first person that has ever actually brought it up on an interview. People will say it when they meet me. Uh, you know, people will, people whisper it. And yes. I say, you that? Uh, one of the things that I learned early is don't allow the struggles that you're going through to mm. show on the outwards. Uh, you have to create the person that you want to be as well. So those are two things that are really follow me through life mm. so all right yeah i get beat i get beat up bad last night and i'm going to school man nobody says i get beat up bad last night you're mad mm. i don't want nobody to know um I, and so you find ways to hide different things and then i would have gotten the opportunity to meet and sit with different women that were in different you know statuses in life and uh, through kiwanis and that inspired me drastically mm -hmm. i was like well i want to be a woman like that mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna have to start carrying myself a certain way i have to start you know presenting myself a certain way and that's really how my little look come true you know <laughs> um uh, <laughs> uh, and the color the color just really happened because my father ended up light skin you know my mother see a pretty nice brown man who ended up giving her a lot of problems uh that's where the color come from i'm actually yeah. the lightest person in my family <laughs> okay and you also you also went in makileto that <laughs> that's another story <laughs> uh, that is just pure and jesus <laughs> But I know people have that social stigma yeah. uh, about it as well. Mm -hmm. um, where are some of the places that you have, you know, you have spoken? So uh, my speaking journey actually didn't, that's not, that's not the realm of motivation that I started in. Okay. And, and so I, yes. Mm. So I had a blog, Serenity Motivated. It started in 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, and after writing, just writing about things I was going through and how I was overcoming it, then I was invited to speak at a club at UE. That's the first place I ever speak. Mm -hmm. uh, and after that... Tell me was, about, no, before you, before you go ahead, tell me about that experience. Being the first, you know, nervous, what it did. You know, and I was wondering, you know, what am I going to say? And the guy that invited me to speak was somebody who I used to work with because I used to work and I um, go to school at the same mm -hmm. time. And he said, the con yes, he read my content, but the conversations that he would have had with me on a daily basis, he said, listen, people need to hear the things that you're saying because that if I come to work and speak to you, I feel way better than if, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I said, well, all right, fine. Uh, but it was really nerve-wracking. Uh, but I... But at the end it was very fulfilling i don't know if that mm -hmm. that makes sense so you really yes. got nervous when mm -hmm. you don't speak the, the whole of the whole of your arm sweat out yes. and everything i remember wearing a white shirt a white long sleeve shirt so you know the sweat was showing um but yeah. it was very fulfilling uh, especially with the feedback that I received. And after that, that's really where it started. I've, I've spoken at several clubs and organizations at both the University of the West Indies and University of Technology. I have been on TVJ, I've been on CVM to do different motivational sessions. 
I have spoken at Women's Centre. I've spoken at Kiwanis, other Kiwanis clubs, separate and apart from my own. I've spoken at Rotaract clubs uh, and just different, different, you know, mm-hmm. organizations that book me. Uh, and it just, mm-hmm. it just keeps going on. Um, mm-hmm. And I've spoken at different high schools as well. Okay. All right. So you're all about transformation, empowerment, but we hear those, um, you know, we hear empowerment all the time. But what, what does that really mean? Well, different words mean different things to different people. Mm-hmm. And so I can really just tell you about what empowerment means to me. Mm-hmm. Empowerment to me is really giving a person power that they never knew they could have mm. and when persons think about the word power they may think about okay having authority or having leadership that's not what i'm talking about power to stand firm in their truth power to accept who they are power to try to do better and these things may sound easy you know when you say them but they're not it's something that's very 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 hard and I speak from experience it took me a while to actually share my story because I was ashamed of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and so when you're able to give another person that power uh, to stand in their truth and they realize that in standing in my truth and accepting my truth I'm able to move forward there's no better feeling than that. There's no greater feeling than that. Mm-hmm. And that's really what empowerment is for me. Mm-hmm. So how can we though, um, <clears throat> Shakira, how can we empower our youth? I think one of the biggest things is to make yourself available. When we look at adults per se, and there are several adults that have gone through you know, you've heard the stories, similar things that youths of Jamaica are going through to t- today and even worse situations because, you know, as time progressive, th- things evolve. Mm-hmm. Making yourself available and accessible to the youth is the first step because persons need to hear other people. Persons need to interact with other people so that they can know that there is better out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I didn't get to interact with other persons, I wouldn't have known that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody said that if you don't experience it, you won't know that it exists. And that's just it. So it's really about looking at giving back your time. Can you go back to your alma mater and speak to other children there, especially if you know that you have you yourself have been able to transform your life? I think that's where it really starts. Starts with that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are other things that are needed. But it really starts first in that conversation. So persons know what else is out there that's accessible. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't live outside your community, you're not going to know, you know mm-hmm. what certain things look like. And if you don't live outside your country, then that's another level. You don't know, again, that certain things are there. And so if you never ever experience it or come in contact with a, a different person that is living a different story, then you won't be able to transform your own life because you won't know that it exists mm-hmm. and i think that that's really where it starts is empowering youth you know mm-hmm. giving back that time and having that conversation mm-hmm. but even our own lives or personal will say that personal development it takes a lot of time and it's a lot of grind you know because it requires change and change takes yes. a lot of effort how can persons embrace this the, the grinding uh, so one of the things is that you have to come to terms with that it's not going to be overnight mm. you're not going to just say 
I can want to be this person, I'm gonna go to sleep and I'm gonna wake up that person. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to actually want it. You have to actually do the work on yourself. Uh mindset is very important and I love that the the mm-hmm. um the this show is called Mind Over Matter because it starts up here, it starts in your mind and that is a powerful thing to change Mm. Uh, i can say that up to today there are things that still eat me away that i still have to work on because when you're exposed to certain things when your mind becomes exposed to certain things it's something that you have to consistently work on and it's hard it's gonna be hard Mm. so transformation yeah it's not gonna be an easy task it's really something that is a lot of hard work and Mm. i think that is what my generation you know really needs to realize and, and know because we have that I want it now mm-hmm. we have that I want it now uh, personality uh, and because of that uh, we may not uh, realize that uh, this person that we're trying to become is gonna take a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and so we really have to learn to be ready for that be able to mm-hmm. change our mindset uh, to know that we're going to have to strip down layers. We're going to have to find the root cause, mm-hmm. causes of why we think like this. Mm-hmm. Find the root causes of why we feel like this in different situations. To be able to be fully transformed. Uh, and I say fully transformed in quotes because we always going to have to be working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, every single year, every single um you know, category, chapter of life, you're always going to be able to be, you're always going to have to be able to be working on yourself. And so it's a non-stop process. Transformation is not an overnight thing. It's a non-stop process. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to put in that work. And it really starts here. It really starts with your mindset. And mm-hmm. that's really important. Mm-hmm. But we, we go out, um, Shakira, and we listen to, to the motivational speakers will buy the books and persons don't take action. Uh, one of the things about action is there comes a time where you have to really pull away from all of those things that you keep on doing. So if you find that you keep reading the same book over and over, saying, yes, uh, today I'm working on myself and, and you're not really doing anything other than reading the book or you keep <laughs> watching the same podcast over and over and say, aha, I feel inspired. I you don't do anything with that. There comes a time I have to pull away from that. I really get into being disciplined mm-hmm. uh, because after you're motivated, motivation can only take you so far discipline is the next level you have to be disciplined enough to know exactly what you want and be able to go for it mm-hmm. nobody else not gonna give it to you and so that's why i said start with your mindset once you know that this is what i want and you have you have no you know curtailed your mindset to that then you have to be disciplined enough to go after it there mm-hmm. you can't have no obstacles stop you and it don't mean that obstacles not gonna come you know they are going to come but you have be disciplined that word discipline is so so important and so one of the things that we can say is that you've had enough motivation uh, and so for somebody that is known as a motivational speaker you know that said well why would you say that and I said that to a lot of people uh, especially my mentors you, you've spoken to me enough you don't need to speak to me anymore I can't motivate you anymore you just need to do the work now uh, and that is just that drape up that you have to give people sometimes mm-hmm. where it's time for you to do the work. No, I can't do the work for you, right? Margaret can't do the work for you. Her shows and her podcasts, they, they'll inspire you. But mm-hmm. then you have to get up and actually figure out what is it that you need to do. And that's something that I used to do 
Uh, I didn't do it this year, but I've done it at least two years, an action plan workshop where move away from goals because we set all of these wonderful goals at the beginning of the year. <laughs> and we, we need to, you know, figure yeah. out how we're going to achieve them. <laughs> like, how are you actually going to get the goals off paper? Mm-hmm. Into, into reality. And, and that starts with really figuring out what it is that I need to do to get to this level that I'm trying to get at. And that's something that we have to ask ourselves. What is it that you actually need to do to move from this level that you're at now to the level that you're trying to be at? And some, when, you, when you ask yourself that question, you get some tough answers. So sometimes we're trying to, to save more money and it really means stop, stop, stop going to KFC. Like you don't need to go to KFC, fry some chicken in your kitchen. Or it really may be that you have to, I can't spend no more time with this person. This person here, <laughs> this person is draining my everything. This person allows me to feel less than. This person allows me to not know my worth. I have to remove myself. Uh, and so there are different things that you will have to do when you jump that motivation ship and really know that, okay, I've been motivated enough. Uh, I feel good. It's time for me to do something with how I feel. It's time for me to be disciplined enough to take action. And it really starts with that question. What do I need to do to, to move from level one to whichever level you're trying to get or point, point A to, you know, whichever direction you need to be journeying into. Mm-hmm. You mentioned um, a mentor. How important is mentorship though? I think mentorship is very, very important. And it don't have to be this idea that we have of mentorship where, I get on and I talk to Margaret and I love Margaret so much and she's inspired me and I'm getting advice from her uh, because we're now in this digital realm. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to youth about how they use social media. It's not just about looking at memes and, you know, figuring mm-hmm. out what's hot next or whatever. There are so many people out there that are literally at a fingertip reach now mm-hmm. uh, and they're basically showing Probably not a hundred percent of their life, but majority of their life right there on social media. For you to just see how it is that they do this or how it is that they, you know, go about their daily life, separate and apart from that. Message the person, you know, that one conversation. You don't have to probably have several conversations with them, you know, but you have this one important question. It takes nothing for you to just send that message. Most people may answer. You have a one and two people that don't answer. Okay, that's all right. Brush off, brush it off. Go again, find somebody else that, you know, is there. But mentorship is very important because as I said before, if you don't know that something exists, there's mm-hmm. no possible way of trying to figure out how you're going to reach there because you don't know that it exists. Mm-hmm. If I never see a Lamborghini before, whether on in a movie or on Google or even in real life. I've never seen it. I never see it. I never see it. All I see um is a specific car, probably a Nissan Sony. That's all I see. Then the only car that's gonna be in my mind for me to achieve is a Nissan Sony. Because that's all I know about. But if you then allow yourself to be open to other people, you have mentors and you're able to know about different things, then you can then say, so, well, you know, I desire that. And mm-hmm. when you desire that, you can turn it into a goal. I, I, that's something I want to achieve because you know, know that it exists. Uh, you can go after it. 
Mm-hmm. A mentorship is key. Okay. So you're an author. Um, your book is entitled The Come Up. Um, can you tell us about it? I mean, why the come up? <laughs> so yes, so it's the come up basic empowerment strategies. And I thought about the come up actually because and it's very controversial. I've heard persons say, well, why the come up? If, if you think about the come up, you're really, you think about other things. Mm-hmm. But I think about the come up uh, attesting to something that I call self-wealth, uh, mm-hmm. which is really confidence, goal achievement, self-acceptance. That's how I think about the come up. It's not about no fancy, not no coming up you know, with, those type of materialistic gains. That's not what I'm thinking about. But coming up personally, because at the end of the day, you know, you can gain so much wealth, but personally, you have not developed. Mm -hmm. And so the come up to me is really attaining that Mm -hmm. self-wealth, engaging in different activities that can allow you to really build up self uh, and that is how you will come up. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the strategies that you 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 pointed out in the book? So the book has 24 strategies. Uh, and some of my favorite ones are the positive no and the negative yes. Um, and that one really just speaks about... Sometimes we say yes to everything and it drains us. And sometimes we say yes to everything and it may not be doing, you know, us any good. But we've grown up with learning that saying no is just this bad thing and it makes you this selfish person. Uh, But sometimes saying no is good for your own well-being. Uh, And so that's one of my favorite strategies. All right. So my second strategy was saving yourself. And that one really hits home because it's something that uh, I would have had to grapple with Mm -hmm. because I grew up saying, well, all right, uh, as as you would have mentioned, you is a pretty brown skin girl, you know, Uh, make sure say you use your prettiness for for X, Y and Z reason. And, you know, those sorts of things you would have grown up with hearing your mother tell you, I never, I never go, go you know, lay with no brown man. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you grew up thinking that there was this Prince Charming that was going to come and, you know, save, remove you from all your troubles, all of those sorts of things. Uh, and I remember just thinking to myself, you know, one day, why can't I just save myself? Like, why am I growing up waiting for a man to come and see me and then come and save me? Uh, and that's something that I think not only we can look at it being youth empowerment you know we're waiting for somebody to come and save us but really and truly being woman empowerment as well Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times we are told that hey uh you need a man to do this Mm -hmm. for you uh not saying that you know men are not important but at the end of the day you need to know how to save yourself Mm -hmm. how to be able to sustain yourself by yourself how to stand on your own two feet you don't need somebody else coming to bring you out of a situation or buy your house buy your car or build it up or make you make it into somebody you can do that for yourself and so that is one of the things that uh, you know really really goes home and 
my second favorite strategy. And I'll say that my third one, and that's the one that I will end with, is the chapter that says, too poor for opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that because a lot of the times we think that something isn't for us because we're too poor or we grow up a certain way or we're not exposed to X and Y and somebody say, anybody in your family ever do that yet? So make a feel that you can do that. Uh, and so we don't take certain chances and we don't take certain opportunities because of that mindset oh I, I, oh i'm i'm too poor for that that's mm-hmm. not me mm-hmm. um and so that's one of my favorite strategies you know you're not too poor for any opportunity nothing is not too good for you you mm-hmm. can do anything you know um that your mind you know can can think about you can really do anything that your mind can think about and so you need to take advantage of the opportunities a lot of the times we get a lot of opportunities and we turn them down this interview here right now um is an opportunity and i could have said oh no on a sunday no Marvin, no 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 you know there are different things um that come we come across that come across our lives every single day and we need to be ready to 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 really take advantage of those opportunities because you never know which one mm. maybe that one mm. and and what um what i'm impressed about you know shakira is the fact that you have you are you have lived what you are you are you are teaching or preaching you know you have been there and you, you, your life is a is an example but you're always motivating and inspiring others so who do you look to for for your own motivation and inspiration? Uh, w- when I just started listening to motivation, I remember coming across a video on YouTube. At the time, I never knew who Les Brown was or, you know, I was just trying to find something to listen to to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And I always remember Les Brown. Let me tell you. If you haven't listened to Les Brown and you're listening to this, go listen to Les Brown. The things that he says are so practical, but how he says it, mm. it just gives you goosebumps and it really want, allows you to, to do better. Um, and so I can say my main, main motivator um, is Les Brown, but I do listen to other motivators. Uh, E.T., I listen to Lisa Nichols, you know, and and for me, I like to listen to people that I can relate to. And I like to listen to people that look like me. And so I do, and I'm saying that I don't keep my space open, but uh, those are my top three. Um, and I, I I don't have no, you know, reserves about that. <laughs> Les Brown, E.T., Lisa Nichols. Um, and I can continue, but those are my top three. All right. And any book you're, you're, you're presently reading now? I am actually reading Woman Evolved by Sarah Jakes okay. Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is quite a powerful book. Uh, that's the book that I'm reading right now. You are also the president of the Kiwanis Club of Young Professionals in St. Andrew. Well, uh, I, I first will say I'm the youngest president in Jamaica at this current moment. And so sometimes when you're in a room with all the other presidents, you kind of <laughs> feel, you know, like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but it has been a great year. It's coming to an end. And I can say that I've done lots of projects that I am 
proud of. I work very closely with the Coburn Gardens Primary School and we have done different projects with them. Um, one of them is our Bring Up Grades program where we go every other Saturday and we will help children that are not at the level of reading that they should be at based on their grade, uh, as well as, you know, other subjects, homework, um, and those things, but we really focus on reading because reading is so, so important. Mm -hmm. uh, so and apart from that, we host various treats for the children. We did a Christmas treat where we would have been able to feed 60 students and their parents Christmas dinner at the school, as well as gift them with Christmas gifts. And then we would have done an Easter treat for them as well, where we, you know, gave them bun and cheese and all of those little things. You know, play fun and, fun and game, dancing competition, all of those things. Um, And for me, that is, it's, it's always life-changing mm -hmm. to, to, to be able to serve and to see the impact that you have on, on a child. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they tell you, they tell you, you know, because they're not, it's not gone are the days where, um, you know, children are to be you know seen and not heard they not tell heard. you that mm -hmm. hey miss my go to my man last night you know miss yes. hey miss and the chicken but you know miss you know um and so they, they share different things with you mm -hmm. um and they tell you their stories as well and you know you try and find a way how best to help them you know whether it is to sponsor lunch money you know those little things and those things really 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 you know be able to Feel your heart when you go to mm. lie down and sleep at night time. Mm. And that's really why I'm in Kiwanis. Mm. But you also have a nine to five job too. Um, yes, how, you, how you do all of these things, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm currently a senior procurement officer at KPMG. Mm. And it, it's something that I really love. I re My specialty is customer service and just how it is that I can build a better experience for the persons that we're procuring. So it fits into me. It really Very fits. much so. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, and I would have changed jobs this year because I had a goal to allow my purpose to meet my job. Uh, so I was working in, in procurement, uh, but it was just the regular day-to-day -day paperwork. And now I get to really focus in on how it is that I can serve the industry you know, based on mm -hmm. my passion and my purpose. And that is something that I really enjoy doing every day. So yeah, I do that nine to five. But again, uh, I have now created a life where my passion is now in my job. And so, you know, it don't really feel like I'm working. I'm really excited mm -hmm. to go to work. Um, And that's good. Before you leave, though, can you leave us with some uh, motivational words? One of the things that I love to tell persons is, it don't matter where you come from. And I think people hear that all the time, but it, it really needs to stick. It really absolutely doesn't matter where you come from. It don't matter what you have experienced. It could have been the pit of the hardship. Uh, it could have been your roof leaking on your bed. Trust me, I've been there. It could have been, um, you know, just so many different things happening to you don't allow where you're coming from and the things that you have experienced to deter you from the person that you're trying to be because you can be anybody mm. you just have to make up your mind to know what it is that you want who it is that you want to be and don't allow any obstacle mm. nothing at all 
to come in between you and that goal. And I'm not telling you that it's not going to be hard reaching there. And I'm not telling you that when you make up your mind, you're not going to face obstacles. But you have to remember where it is that you're trying to go and keep your eye right there. Mental blinkers, we've all heard it. Uh, ensure that you're focused on the end goal. And the hard work, it's going to pay off at the end of the day. It mm -hmm. does pay off at the end of the day. So just continue doing that. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be seeing you on TV around the place doing all your your your, um, your speeches and you know whatever <laughs> that you do I'm sure I'll be seeing a lot more of you thank you so much Margaret it was great speaking <laughs> with you I, I love your personality I really needed to say that yes, <laughs> from my top of the corner like, wow <laughs> thank you thank you and I love what you're doing you know really highlighting young people and the work that they're doing and that's really really important and so kudos to you for really yeah. having a great great movement thank you